And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Before the episode begins, we just wanted to let you know about the Athletics Black Friday deal. The Athletics Great Riding is just a dollar a month for 12 months. Go to theathletic.com slash Johns to lock in our very best price of the year. Just a dollar a month for new subscribers. That's theathletic.com slash Johns. It's Hogan Johns. It's really cool just to see how much the city of Chicago, you know, the Bears organization, the Bears fans, show love to a family that they barely even know. It is amazing. I love it. From NBC, NBC Sports Chicago, it's Adam, Adam Ho. There's no ducking anybody in the NFL. It's like the Lions still have NFL players. And from the, from the Athletic, it's Adam, Adam Johns. You know, hasn't Justin Fields it enough to at least pique your interest to see what he can do yeah. with them, too? It's the Adams. That's the best in the city of Chicago. Hogan Johns. The Adams converge. And we are underway. What's up? Welcome in. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. Hopefully, uh, everybody was able to enjoy time with your family today. Probably still are. Yes, um, we're still in Detroit. But by the time, yeah, by the time you listen to this, hopefully you're recovering, feeling good, and somehow survived the three hours of football you had to watch to start the day. Um, but the Chicago Bears didn't get a win. Matt Nagy is seven one against the Detroit Lions. That is something. I'm not sure what it is, but that is something. It's a uh, Probably what his record should be against the Detroit Lions, quite frankly, if not 8-0. Welcome in. Adam Hogue, Adam Johns with you. We are at Ford Field. I don't know why there's soccer on behind us on these TVs instead of football. But I guess it's a commercial right now, so anyway, you can't see that if you're watching on YouTube. But you should be watching on YouTube. It's a nice booth. Yeah, whatever it is. know where we are right now, but we are are somewhere inside Ford Field. Yeah. In the press know, box somewhere. I know that. We did watch the Bears win for the first time since October 10th. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at Adam Hogue, at Adam Johns. Read us at NBCSportsChicago.com. That's me. Johnsy's on The Athletic, theathletic.com, slash Hogan Johns. Kevin Fishbane's here today, too, so you can read his coverage following the game. And actually, I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but I know Dan Pompey has something up on how he would handle the future of this He would restructure the entire team. I think like the of, whole top of the front office? Yep. He would hire a president of football operations. I think we... My man. There's a man. <laughs> a lot of people would agree. I think that that comp applies, uh, works for a lot of people. Well, and that's actually a good segue to, and, and I apologize, if you want like a breakdown of what happened today, we're probably not going to talk much football, uh, to be honest with you, because I think most of the conversation after the game was what's transpired in the last 48 hours, really since two, Wacky Tuesday. Um, as I like to call it, starting right now. Wacky I just came up with that, and I'm going to roll with it now forever. Wacky Tuesday. Um, but, you know, it seems like what we just talked about with Dan Pompey's point, I think you and I agree with that. I think a lot of people are calling that for that. There's a certain stubbornness with this organization, though, that sometimes I feel like they don't understand what the problems are. And, like, what really needs to be changed? And I use this week as an example because if I had to guess, 
I bet you they think that they handled this week just fine. That George's talk to the team Wednesday led to a victory today. I don't know if they think that. Well, I, I it, think it helped at least clear the air. But should, don't you think that should happen Tuesday? Probably. Or if they just put out a statement, bam, Tuesday morning, the whole thing would have gone a lot smoother? Maybe. Maybe, but that's not how they run things. Go, go ahead. But I that's my point. Yeah, yeah. That's not how they run things. Yes. And I don't feel like they're um, – I don't think that they have any regret about not releasing the statement or putting out the fire right away. And they could have. I, I think sometimes they don't see the fire at first. Until it's like, that's a good way to put until it. Until it's almost too late. Yeah. Like Tuesday was a very, what do you call it? Wacky Tuesday. Wacky Tuesday. So Wacky Tuesday actually settled, started with, <laughs> Wacky Tuesday. Wacky Tuesday actually started with um, a previously scheduled board meeting. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Ryans are there. The McKennas are there. They're all there in the morning. That was scheduled. They had nothing to do with the situation of this team. But that's where Jordan McCaskey was. That's where Ted Phillips was. That's where all the board members are. For the entire morning, and then Matt Nagy talks, or Chris Tabor talks at 10:45. At 10:55, board meeting ends sometime in the morning, and then you have Matt Nagy talking 11:45. So Matt Nagy's probably first opportunity on Wacky Tuesday is after his press conference, where he's probably beyond pedo now because he's not on Twitter, he's not on social media, he's not going around. He's probably wondering what the heck Patch.com is, <laughs> you know, just like a lot of other people in the NFL world. And there they are. It's all part of Wacky Tuesday. He gets his answers. He addresses the team. Then George McCaskey takes over on Wednesday. Did I did I recap that well enough? I think so. I just I find it and a it gave uh, some people some insight and some things too. Well, and and yeah, I, well, I did want to go through all the stuff that happened in the last couple of days. It's an amazing coincidence that that board meeting was happening on Tuesday. And to me, it should have been even more reason why it could have been handled and should have been handled better. They're all there. If anything, George has important people around him hopefully giving him the right advice on how to handle this or do you think they just weren't even talking about it i don't think they were even talking because they're just talking about whatever their agenda is which is to your point they don't even see the fire yeah as it's well that's the fire but you know meanwhile they're probably talking about how they're going to knock down a racetrack in the northwest suburbs of chicago and well i get all that but shouldn't someone shouldn't somebody be pulling the fire alarm yeah, yeah, that'd Saying, be, that'll be fun. <laughs> you know, because when a fire... You should have walked out to the one in the corner of the media room and just went, boom, we got a fire here. <laughs> Someone should have done it. Because when a fire breaks out, you stop what you're doing. Even if you're trying to build a new yeah, stadium yeah. in Arlington Park, yeah, yeah. You, you have to... So and I, run. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a scene. Because um, what ended up happening was you put Chris Tabor in a terrible position... You put, honestly, you put Nagy in a really tough spot to the point that we now find out um, that Nagy immediately, basically right after he talked to us on Tuesday, went to ownership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we said on uh, when we do that podcast, Tuesday night, yeah. it's what he should have done. And he did it, yeah. He did. He got that. Cl- Probably and, angry. and they told him that, yeah, he should have been angry. And they told him it wasn't true, that the report was false. Um, and then he goes to practice, which was a walkthrough, and there apparently addresses the team on it, but I think it's fairly obvious that there was still confusion amongst yeah, the players. Yeah, like something after, weird. So I don't even know how much he actually addressed that part of it. Um, you know, he may have said, they told me the report's not true, but then it sounds like his message was really more about refocusing, getting a win against the Lions, which I totally understand. But it's fairly obvious based on multiple reports, even what the players said today post game. Um, you know, Jay Glazer had a report that 
I found really interesting today because he said that even after that talk, players, some players went up to Nagy and like thanked him, like for being their coach. Like it was yeah, over. It was awkward. Yeah. Like, like probably an awkwardness to it. Yeah. That shows you how unclear things still were even later Tuesday after the practice, um, which is why I think ultimately George McCaskey came down and spoke to the team, which Nagy said he didn't request that George did it on his own. You got Darnell Mooney talking about how he didn't even know who, like he'd never met George last year because of COVID. So there's not much of a relationship there between a lot of these players and George McCaskey at this point, um, especially the younger guys. But like, I think they, I think they misfired on the timing of all that, but at least they did address it. It does sound like it brought some focus back in yeah. into yeah, it, this it, it game. Cleared the air. I mean, Cole Clement was pretty articulate about that. It's just like, I mean, there's a Chicago kid. Obviously, he was bothered by things going into this week. It was a condensed week already, so it's already pretty busy, pretty yeah. hectic for him, you know, especially being a young player. And then, you know, he's got to turn his phone off because he's a Chicago kid and everybody's wondering yeah. what's going on with his head coach. Um, the George McCaskey speech or George McCaskey, whatever, whatever happened that Wednesday morning helped alleviate concerns. It helped bring football back to the picture as opposed to, like, what the hell is going on here. And Cole said it was hard. He admitted it was hard yeah. to focus this week. It was hard to prepare um, with all that going on. He had a good so, game. So, which, again, I've, I put that on the organization. They could have put out the fire Tuesday morning, and then that wouldn't have been – a problem for 24 hours until it was finally cleared up by yeah. George McCaskey. So you just had this little smoldering fire yeah. that wouldn't go away until George McCaskey finally came out with the hose. And they're fortunate they won this game because otherwise, I mean, that at least takes the stink off all this. But nah, it, not completely. But well, I mean, it was an ugly game. But I guess what I'm saying is, like, if they had lost this game, you can make a really strong argument that the organization did not put them in position to win. Yeah, did not yeah. help the situation at all. I mean, there were multiple times today where I'm like, oh, the Bears are clearly the better team. Like, the Lions, my God, are they awful. Yeah, like, they, they were, they were like, terrible. Like, what is going on here? Like, the, like, there was a point in the game where all the penalties, they're, they're not just being booed by the fans. There was laughter, like yeah. audible laughter from the fans. Not just the Bears fans, but Lions fans. Like, what is going on here? Uh, and so, in the press box. So, but, but at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, I know these games are like Thanksgiving games are unique. Um, Thursday games in, in themselves are unique because of the condensed schedule. Crazy things happen. The Lions won on Thanksgiving last year. Did they not? Uh, no, did they lose? And then um, uh, Patricia got fired Was right it? afterwards. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think Dan, is what happened. Dan Campbell stole. Employed after his back-to-back timeouts. <laughs> what is going on here? Anyway, that was um, amazing. To, to, but to, I, yeah, I've never seen anything like that. Well, it had cost them because they, it was an opportunity to stop the clock and get the ball back. <laughs> he burned back-to-back timeouts. It, it, the smirk on Andy Dalton's face when he was asked about that—it's like, like unbelievable. He's like, I've never seen that before. Third and long, the third and short. Darnell Mooney was left uncovered. But I, I think my point still stands. Um, I don't mean to be giving the Bears too much credit, but I do think. Thursday games, Thanksgiving games can still be a little bit unique of a challenge. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. 
you can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a... mm, real POS. You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Yeah, what are you giving them credit for? Okay, well, I'm not giving them Okay, yeah. I just want to be yeah, sure. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, just, they, you know, they beat an yeah. awful football yeah. team 16-14. Yeah. Like, they don't... All due respect, like, it's cool that they won this game. They lose to every other team in the NFL today, <laughs> except maybe the Houston Texans. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, come on. It's not like the Bears played well. No. They're the better team, though. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But what does that mean? Nothing much. I mean, they're still one of the bottom five teams in the league. So I don't... What do you got? Okay, we got the uh, <laughs> the Lions, 32. You got the Texans, the Jets, the Giants. I'm missing somebody there. Jaguars. Jaguars. Yeah. Bottom of six, bottom of seven. And then there was the Bears. I yeah. mean, they're, they're there. They're there. I hate yeah. to say it. I they're... said it in a column the other day. You should be compared to the Jets and the Jaguars because of the young quarterbacks and the record. Yeah. I mean, the Giants, you know, which they'll get to play later this year. But next couple of weeks, you got to play the Cardinals, the Packers, and the Vikings. And they're all playoff teams right now. Playoffs. So, uh, 
I guess that's maybe a good way, good spot for us to go after kind of recapping what happened over the last 48 hours. Where do you think this goes the next couple well, of weeks? Because, look, we've been down this road. And, yeah. and I'm not expecting this to turn into full-blown 2014 because I think they have a much better character in the locker room. They showed a little bit today. You know, I think for all of Matt Nagy's fault, he's actually pretty good at keeping things together. And I think this week, actually, given that all the cards were against him, you know, he probably deserves at least a little bit of credit that um, – you know, they did, I guess they did rally a little. I don't know. Again, I don't want to give them too much credit for winning the game. Well, again, going points, to back but... to my point, like, there's multiple times where I thought the Bears were the better team. There's multiple, point, multiple points in this game where I thought, oh, this could get. Yeah. I guess this could be bad for the Bears. Like, you can have an ugly, ugly loss on their hands, starting with the first possession for the Lions where Artie Burns got beat deep. Yeah. Well, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that Ryan Pace has spent so much time over the last seven years building up the character in the locker room. To the point that I think sometimes it's been a detriment that they don't have enough good football players. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, 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 I like think, sometimes you need a little yeah, edge. I, I think what we're trying to say is what happened today and everything Matt Nagy said today is still not going to factor into what that big spread is going to be against the, <laughs> the Cardinals where they're going to be, you know, the right. underdogs. And yeah. so I guess what I'm saying is, like, it, to me this is just sort of delaying what's coming still. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can I make a point, like, uh, off what you just said? Because I'm putting this in my takeaways column. For tomorrow, $1 per month on The Athletic. Look at that. I'm getting good at this. Um, they got a lot of injuries. And, and this is Roquan Smith goes down today. You, yes. know, uh, you got Eddie Jackson back, but Justin Fields doesn't play with his ribs injury. You, you clearly miss a key mix. You clearly miss Cleo Mack. Cleo Mack's not returning. I mean, the Bears are beyond banged up. So you mentioned talent, but like their most talented players aren't even healthy enough to play in these games anymore. So you're going to have these lopsided games, these lopsided feelings, I think, going into these games. Well, and I guess that's the thing. I, I, you give the defense credit for holding them to 14 points with Khalil Mack out, Keem Hicks out, Roquan Smith out for most of the game. That's a lot of firepower out. Um, or do you say they're playing the Lions? Like, yeah, the Cardinals. Well, it's like the Cardinals week, are going to put it's up. It's like they were saying. It's like saying they're playing the Ravens' backup quarterback last week. Yeah, it really is. Even though Jared Goff was playing today, they, it was a mess. I mean, the holding penalty, false start. <laughs> the Lions had two third and thirty twos in the same game. <laughs> How does that happen? The laughter killed me. I, I can't believe people were laughing at it. I, <laughs> what an experience these Detroit Lions are. So I guess what I'm trying to ask is. Okay, everything's calmed down here. The fire has been extinguished. Um, but is this one of those smoldering things that might come back? I thought I just said that George McCaskey put out the smoldering fire. Okay, well, well here's the thing. What there's, hap- that, there's like the hidden spark underneath. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> yeah. there's a game against Aaron Rodgers in two weeks. This yeah, is what I guess yeah. what I'm getting at. And what happens if you go to Lambeau and get blown out? No change. Because we know. But, but even with, I know what you're trying to say, but I think we're already going down the road to change. And we've covered this team long enough to know what the feeling, like the, the inevitable feelings of change feel like. I'm still there. Yeah. I'm still there. I, this game does not change, change the feelings of change for me. Well, going back to that board meeting, so while this fire is taking place, I mean, don't you think that's something they're talking about in there? I hope so. Yeah. I imagine. So, I don't know. I guess... I mean, I think people got to realize what these board meetings are. There's like four or five of them a year. Mm-hmm. 
they're scheduled out because Virginia McCaskey, the owner of the team, actually comes in for them. I imagine everything, anything and everything is addressed in those meetings from stadium renovations at Soldier Field that could be done in a year or two, from a new stadium in Arlington Heights, to the future of your head coach. Yeah. All in the day. Well, I'm just, I think the irony is that maybe they were actually talking about that as this was coming out. As a huge fire going on. And I just, I just wonder, like, let's say that report doesn't come out. This is a total hypothetical. Uh, just because that report was bogus, by the way. Just for, right, right yes. on the same page, yeah. Right. Well, yes, except do you think there's any world where that report doesn't come out? There is no distraction this week. They lose to the Lions. You still think he survived Friday? Well, you know, that's why I'll go back to the thinking that the Bears have never fired a coach during the middle of the season. If John, sorry, not John Fox, well, John Fox too, but if Mark Tressman can survive yeah. 2014, then Matt Nagy went to the playoffs last year, can survive this for at least for six, 17 games. Yeah, I was just, and I know I've said this to you off the podcast. It's like, yes, Mark Tressman survived 2014. I would look at all the things that happened as that season closed out as maybe a reason why, if you're going to make the move, make the move. Yeah. Yep. Because the, the amount of nonsense that occurred as they were just playing out the string of that season was something that I would think you'd like to avoid. Yeah. Now, again, different character in this locker room. Different leadership. I doubt it gets that bad, but we've also covered this team long enough where, like, we're not surprised by how this week played yeah. out. Correct me if I'm wrong, but NFL rules now allow you to interview candidates during the season. The last not, two weeks. Last two weeks. You're not going to do that no. if you have your coach employed. Yeah. So I, I do think that that is a so something. There's, like, a loose deadline coming up. Yeah. If you, you want to go down there. I also need to go down. I also need to. Um, do a little bit more research on why they made that change. Because to me, that just encourages teams to fire coaches earlier. Yeah, yeah. Why did they do that? It, I don't know. Is it to remove some of the interviews from the playoff season yeah, probably, and the distractions? Yeah, like yeah. get those done before the playoffs? I just think there are distractions in general for probably both teams a little bit. Because I know like... Hey, Justin, how do you feel about this coach who just came in the other day? And right? And he, and he gives his opinion and... It's going to be weird. New awkwardness, yeah. It's going to be weird. I guess that's why I'm saying, like, if the Bears are going to go down this road, I don't think the next couple weeks are going to be good weeks on the field. I just wonder, like, it's, uh, let's see, they play the Packers, I think it's December 10th. Yeah, two games against the Vikings, man. Yeah, I just... I don't, and I, I don't think the Vikings are an especially good team. One of those games is Kirk Cousins in primetime. We know what Kirk Cousins does does in primetime. You know, I might even take the Bears in that one, but it's a tough schedule still. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, Cairo Santos made a game-winning field goal today. He also chunked one from 53 yards. His words, chunked. He said, I chunked it. It was dumb, which is always what I say when I chunk my golf shots. I say, I say worse things. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the funny response I thought. Um, good for Cairo Santos getting the game winner. Everybody's blaming me for his struggles. I don't know why I wouldn't have put him out there for a 65-yarder in Pittsburgh. But, hey, what do I know? Yeah. Um, weird game, too, with, like, that wacky rule on the punt. 
the oh, first touching yeah, rule. There was yeah, that. Yeah. I need a whole podcast to explain that. They did actually get it right. Oh, please don't. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just want to know what's going on in Detroit podcast land or Detroit radio land as they discuss Dan Campbell's back-to-back timeouts. That is unbelievable. Yeah. It, it just... As we always say, the Lions are the Lions. It could I get guess, worse, everybody. I, it, it could be worse. Amazing as that is, it could be worse. It's the first line of my column. <laughs> it could be worse. It's pretty, it's pretty good. All right, well, hopefully, for the Bears' sake, it doesn't get worse the rest of the season. This was uh, an ugly week, and it didn't have to be this bad, I, I think. At least that's how I feel. Um, but it did end with a victory, and... Um, I don't think we're going to see a coaching firing on Friday morning. I think Matt Nagy will address the media tomorrow. But, hey, I, you know, in a weird, wacky way, because it was Wacky Tuesday, it's a wacky week, that would almost be the most fitting way for the yeah, week to end. Yeah. After all of this, they still fire the guy on Friday. Again, I don't think that's going to no. happen. But that would be so Bears, as we talk about. That's Bears. That's Bears. All right, well, we are the Hogan Johns Podcast. Um Thank you for watching. Hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. The sweatshirts, obviousshirts.com. They should be back in stock. I believe they're back in stock tonight. There's and a great deal going on. Yes, part of the Obvious Shirts Black Friday sale. The sweatshirts are supposed to be restocked. The hats are for sale. There's two different beanies. There's a trucker hat. I know everybody loves the logo. We appreciate that. So all that stuff should be available for you in the uh, Black Friday sale. I hope I'm getting this right, but it's like 10% off if you order one item, 20% off if you order two, 30% off if you order three, and 40% off if you order four. Some people were joking on Twitter that if you get if you order 11 items, they start paying you at that point. Oh. It's a joke. Yeah. It's a, you yeah. can't get more than 40% yeah. off. It's still a great deal. Check it out, obviousshirts.com. Um, Theathletic.com slash Hogan Johns. Uh, $1 per month for the next 12. Um, that deal does expire in a couple days. Um, check it out. Absolutely. Help us out. If you don't want to hear us reading ED ads, if you subscribe, you can get the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can get the podcast ad free on the Athletic app. Or, or you can listen to us or reading you can ED, ED <laughs> yeah. ads. I don't know. The Manscaped ones come back soon, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. There's a free plug for Manscaped right there. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, All right, we're out of here. Follow us on Twitter. Read us. Appreciate you guys. Uh, We will uh, enjoy the weekend and be back Tuesday. Guess what Tuesday is? Our 500th episode. We've got some special things planned for you. Don't miss it. Tuesday, episode 500. We'll talk to you guys. See ya. Pool reporter Adam Hodge.